Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Good morning. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. It's Happer and Schaefer here at 93.7 The Ticket and TicketFM.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer, the same couple. We're both wearing navy blue hoodies Blue. Today. Blue. Mine says polo, yours says nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no similarities between those words that Not we can really, really find, but Unless that's okay. The, the nuggets have a polo team. Taking over for Bagel Boy and... What's the what's the nickname for Jake in this scenario for like giving them superhero nicknames? Okay, so Bagel Boy. Hmm. It's really hard to come up with and mean. We'll come up with something. Oatmeal. Oatmeal and Bagel Boy. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. In the morning, I think they they're they're due for a full rename of the yeah. show, honestly. So. Oatmeal and Bagel Boy here. Breakfast Boys featuring Oatmeal and Bagel. <laughs> it's not terrible. <laughs> Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. <laughs> we just go full on into the breakfast. Yeah. All right, here we are uh, on a Wednesday. Sam McEwen will join at 9.15 as he does. Michael Brunts as well at 10 o'clock. Um, we'll talk about the World Series a little bit from last night as the Braves are champions for the first time in 20... Eight years, twenty-seven years, something like that. Yeah, it's twenty-six. Nineteen ninety-five. 95. Yeah, twenty-six. Twenty-six years. Yeah, they said it a, a hundred times last night on the broadcast. By the way, it, it, maybe we could just do this now. I I was gonna tweet this out, but it was one of the tweets that definitely would have been taken the wrong way, and people would have been like, "You're an idiot for this take." But I do appreciate. You know, I, I would have liked to see a, a more competitive game last night, but what it ended up being was kind of just this celebration of the Brave season and how they've kind of put this together for basically the last three to four innings of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after Freeman's home run tacked on top in the seventh inning, it was just like, yeah, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go full into this now. The Braves have won the World Series, and so they basically. I thought it was kind of cool how they had basically three innings. Of like, here's you know, here's what they've done. Here's what they yeah. put together. They get this kind of nice little ramp up to actually winning the thing in the ninth inning. Now, like in a, in a really competitive back and forth game where everything, every pitch means something, you just don't have time to do that. And then it's like, boom, they're World Series champions, and and you know, you don't get to get, kind of get the full story. They probably wasted a half inning on 
the Astros and and the whole kind of Dusty Baker angle to it. Not wasted, but I, I, the Dusty Baker angle is the only redeeming angle about their entire story. But I thought it was kind of cool that they <laughs> yeah, got, that mean, they got that kind of yeah. um, you know coronation almost. Yeah, there was a lot. Um, just by those two teams playing in that series, there's a lot going on there. And then it it dawned on me sometime, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes after they had won, that the two teams or the, the two cities that H- Hank Aaron was basically professionally linked to won championships this year with mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Bucks and then, of course, uh, the Atlanta Braves. And then, you know, his, one of his last teammates before he retired was Dusty Baker. And so there's there's all these like little links back to a guy who passed away uh, at the beginning of the year and was one of the one of the biggest figures in baseball history and also one of the most reclusive by the end. And so uh, it was kind of a cool celebration of everything he meant to the sport and to that city. Uh, Atlanta is is sort of fascinating because I didn't know this until I had, had read that book that I read uh, this summer about Hank Aaron, but they were the first southern city to have baseball. Like, teams didn't really play south of Kansas City. Yeah. Um, and that's why and not even, they have can't, such a... Kansas City, so it might have... Atlanta might even predate Kansas City. I'd have to check on that. But they teams just didn't play south. If they did, it was minor yeah. league baseball. And there's no shortage of reasons why they didn't play south. <laughs> right. But Atlanta was able to uh, – was basically able to buy the Braves. And uh, the Milwaukee Braves moved them down there. It was a huge deal. They became sort of the team of the south. So a lot of people that live – Absolutely. And it's still, that, yeah. it's still the case. And they – you know, with Ted Turner then eventually – televising them they became sort of a national team absolutely the the Braves are kind of fascinating because I have all these friends that are Braves fans that have no connectivity to a reason as to why they never lived there right you know it's just a team that they watched every night that's it that's why there's a lot of Braves fans around here that's why there's a lot of Cubs fans around here the the Cubs you grew up the Cubs were on WGN the you grew up the Braves were on TBS like that was that was kind of the way it was and then around miss that in a weird way I do too I I do too it's kind of fun you know, obviously, I have MLB TV, so I can watch whoever. Um, you you watch the Royals. They're sort of the closest thing to yeah. that. Unfortunately, if you have YouTube TV, they're not available to you right. uh, or whatever. Cable. That, that's just going to be I a, mean, that's the whole reason why I'm a Royals fan. It's just yeah. accessibility to your teams. Right. So, like, you know, that's, that's why all of those teams have fan bases, pretty pronounced fan bases, especially in a place like this that isn't really close to anybody. It, it does seem like what will happen for baseball is it will become more regionalized, right? Like mm-hmm. if access to, to being able to watch the team on television, you know, people like me that randomly picked a team in, in an area, like that's going to be harder to do uh, because you'll probably just gravitate towards whatever is most convenient to you. I think so. So that, uh, that'll that be sort of interesting. Like baseball is in a weird spot as they head into a potentially terrible offseason. Yeah. The- so... Um, there's a lot that has to be figured out, and I have no faith in either the Players Association or Rob Manfred. Maybe so, headed toward a lockout. Uh, indefinitely a lockout. How long? I mean, it could just like, go through go? December. Right. It could just. Uh, it could be a, like a three day thing. But I, like I said, I have no faith in Tony Clark and Rob Manfred and these people to come. Historically, they have. They do not have a good track record, and, and they're really far together. apart on several right. key things, which right. you know is great. So. Yeah. It's always it's always fun when you have kind of a cool story to end the to end a sports season, and then the very next thing is going to be well, there's going to be a lockout. Like I remember mm-hmm. the Mavs winning against the Heat, 
and how awesome it was, like the playoff run that year in, in 2011. And it finishes. The Lakers make a couple trades in November to add, I think, Dwight Howard and Steve Nash at that time. Mm. And everything's set for, like, this should be a really fun kind of season. They're locked out until yeah. mid-December, And then we January. have to have these, the conversation that always happens with baseball. is like, is baseball dead? Is, ba- is baseball That conversation is going to happen even if they have a normal season. Right. But, but it will only egg it on even further. Yeah. People like Tab will just tell you that it is. Baseball's you know, dead. They have no idea what they're talking about. Or the like part of the regional aspect, those regional television networks do great numbers. Absolutely. The NBA will never touch that. Like the NFL obviously exceeds that. But Major League Baseball is really safe in they're, terms of its regional. They have their own little know. corner. Yeah, they, it, just, it doesn't have the same national cachet as, as the NFL. Um, probably doesn't have the same as the NBA, but I would argue it's a very different cachet the NBA has. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a regional aspect, baseball is fine. Uh, it's text, doing just well. Texter chimes in. This is always a good start to a text. Hey, idiot. Uh-oh. I think they're talking to you. Probably. The, the St. Louis Cardinals beat KC and Atlanta to the south by 80 years. Mm. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis is definitely I mean, south. Atlanta but is... But if we're going to compare St. Louis to Atlanta or anything south of that, yeah. I mean, there's a pretty big difference. I mean, St. Louis sure. is not much further south than Kansas City. If, right. If, if at all. Yeah. I mean, it's... Does like do people consider St. Louis the South now? I don't know. Once you get into Missouri, it's pretty south. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, the weird part it's of not that is the like, south, though. The weird part of that is northern Missouri sometimes feels souther than central Missouri. Uh, occasionally, yes. Souther, a word brought to you by Souther, uh, idiot. Yeah, brought to you by the idiot. So, I mean, if you consider St. Louis South, great. I don't no, know. Your, that... your point was your point was south of Kansas City, nothing was really right. really happening quite yet. Or maybe you should have just well, said south of St. Louis. Part of uh, it, classic Cardinals fans getting angry at something that doesn't mean anything. Part of it is I couldn't remember when Kansas City started and when Atlanta started because I think Atlanta was sixty seven or sixty eight in Kansas City. So you're was... talking about just the Royals? Yeah, the the Royals were born in sixty nine. Yeah, so it would have been right around that time period for the the Braves. I mean, again. Like there's to me there's a pretty big world of difference between St. Louis and Atlanta even to yeah. this day. Yeah, I would imagine in 1960 whatever it was quite a bit different. Uh, fun team though. It's a, they they talked during those last couple innings about how they overcame all, all these obstacles and you're like, well, okay, a couple things here. They just weren't very good for the majority of the year and the obstacles that you overcome is losing a bunch of key players including Ronald Acuña who I don't think got his due last night you know and I, I know he wasn't really a part of this run that the Braves kind of put together here but he's one of the biggest stars in the sport and yeah. I was surprised to not hear them talk about him more um on the broadcast and just his absence and and where he's you know 
and what he kind of means to the team, even though he's not there right now. But Jorge Soler, his pretty much direct replacement, um, is the World Series MVP. So I, you know, understand that. I had uh, I had mixed emotions watching Jorge Soler win the World Series MVP last night because, as I said on the spillover, the Royals gave him away for nothing. A, a high, like a mid twenty year old, uh, a mid twenties year old high A pitcher who's probably never going to advance pat like he's never going to be a part of like the future major league plans or anything like that but at the same time i think he was hitting about 160 for the royals when he um when he was traded and i think they were probably i i triple b reminded me last night but when we when we had the show and we came back um after the trade deadline I said, and I believed it, like, I'm just happy that the Royals got anything out of him. It's great. He heated up, like, two weeks before the deadline, and they got, like, a random arm out of him. They would have got nothing and would have just had to sit on him the rest of the season. So it's good for him, too. And he goes off. He tears it up in the second half, and he wins the World Series MVP, which is unbelievable to think about. Yeah. I mean, if if there is a case of a team ever who just kind of got hot, it's probably this one that actually finished it and won the World Series. Yeah, and they had to they had to make their way through the 106 win Dodgers. Um, you know, beat the Astros in the World's the big bad Astros. The Brewers were pretty good at right. one point in time. Yeah. Um, no, it it they were sort of an underachieving team because they were what like nine outs away last year from going to the World Series yeah. and, and couldn't finish well, I, off the Dodgers. I, I think so. everybody would have had them in that kind of category before the year started. Right. And then all of a sudden in May, you look at the standings you're like, Oh, well there seems to be four other pretty solid teams, in the division, and we're not looking so hot. Right. And then they, they didn't have Mike Soroka. They didn't have a bunch of these pitchers, but yep. they were able to, to kind of patch it, patch it together. Jorge Soler is going to be a free agent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, assuming there will be some signings at some point. I think he probably made himself some money. Last he certainly didn't yeah. cost himself anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels like an AL player, but if they go to the universal DH, which seems like that's going to be part of the agreement with uh, Major League Baseball and the, the Players Association. He could play left. Left is easy. Yeah. He could play left. So He can't play right. <laughs> he can also cannot play center. <laughs> what would have to happen to get him in center field? <laughs> A lot, a rash of injuries. Yeah, in a horrible, horrible. You'd have to be in like a seventeen inning game, and then guys are just missing at that point. Yeah, for him to end up there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it though. So, congrats um, to the Braves. The Skur Swami says Atlanta contacted the Royals four days before the deadline on Solaire, and they did the deal with forty five minutes before the deadline. It was just dating more dumping salary. Yeah, I like the Royals weren't going to do anything with him. They knew they're losing him in a free agency this offseason. So, and then he has the unfortunate circumstance of hitting horribly before the deadline. It's like, well, we're stuck with this. And then all of a sudden he kind of heats up a little bit and they're like, oh, let's go. Let's, let's make the move. Um, so it's, I don't think anybody could have saw that second half surge coming from an especially now, now getting hot and winning world series MVP. Like I don't, I, I wouldn't have put it in those terms, but that's something that he was definitely always capable of. That guy goes on these two-week runs where he probably just, you know, he smacks out about six home runs. Obliterates baseball. Obliterates baseball. Do you, you're you familiar with Cousin Sal and his whole Extra Points Network? Yeah. They had a guest on before the World Series, big Braves fan, and Sal's like, I'm going to offer you a $50 bet on any player to win World Series MVP. She picked Jorge Soler. Wow. And her rationale is that he, like, 
he just destroys fastballs, and the Astros have a high percentage of pitchers that rely on fastballs. And- well, he was just, like, scorching hot. It, yeah. it doesn't need to go much further than that. The dude was just wrecking baseballs. I, I mean, I, like, I, I bet on Austin. So I thought the Braves were going to win the World Series. I regret not putting in, like, an actual bet on that. But I did bet on, like, Austin Riley to win MVP. And he had, like, a nice series, but he didn't have near, like, the, the impact. And I remember looking through, like, a website, basically, that was, you know, long shots that could be better than you think. And Jorge Soler was. was on top of that one. And I remember looking at it and just being like, nah. <laughs> This and now happen. I'm an idiot. Like, come on, it'll be Freddie Freeman. Well, yeah, because like, <laughs> I, there almost always is some level of either star power or a pitcher that has two good performances. And Jorge Soler just obliterated baseballs, um, and he did it on the very first at bat of yeah, the World Series. Yeah. And then, and at had, that point, it was like the, you know, if you think of this whole thing as a horse race, his horse is really far out in front. Yeah. The Braves keep winning. He hits another home run. It's like, well, this- yeah, he hits a, hits a three run home run in the yeah. clincher. Like uh, that, pretty much did it. Yeah. You and it's basically like, all right, this one, this one feels done here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we should probably spend a couple minutes on Freddie Freeman's teeth. <laughs> sure. What is going on? Have you seen his face? Uh, they're like really white, right? They're incredibly white and very big. <laughs> I so I saw this exchange between you and Triple B last night, and then I was watching. It this. was Brett. Brett noted. Or, was it Brett? Or, yeah, Brett. I don't know. It was I, somebody. I yeah. thought it was Triple B, but um, or maybe he retweeted it or whatever. But I remember then going back and watching like the last out video, and I couldn't not just see his teeth. Every like they were, I know. they were so white. What once I probably broke everybody's because now once you see Freddie Freeman, I say Freddie Freeman's teeth. You're going to look at his teeth and be like, "What in the hell is going on in his mouth? What what's happening? I mean, they're great teeth. They're just too good. <laughs> he has too good. Can you can you have too good of teeth? I've never actually thought that about anyone I've seen in person, but the fact that his were just like shining on yes. that video. In, you know, it's, fluorescent. It's like a baseball player. Like it's, you know, there's supposed to be some element of gritty to this whole thing, and it's just like, man, that guy has movie star teeth. Texter says Freddie Freeman carves his own bats <laughs> with his teeth. Probably. <laughs> uh, one more. I saw a picture. Um, I think NBC Sports. I just like stole it, ripped it on on Twitter last night. Oh, bad the, boy. The picture. <laughs> The initial dog pile on the mound, there's probably about seven or eight people that are gathered on the mound after the final out of the World Series, and one of them is Bat Boy. Not to be confused with Bagel Boy. And by the way, like I'm pretty sure how this works, I, this is historically how it's worked, is the Bat Boys are just in the parks. They don't travel with the teams. So that is a Houston Bat Boy with an Atlanta jersey on joining the very, very first, the initial World Series dogpile and being prominently photographed in all of the pictures that Atlanta Braves fans will see for the rest of their lives, which is incredible. Definitely fired. That's okay. The man took his opportunity, which I love. <laughs> so I looked to see if anyone had written about this yet. And there is a story about the Bat Boy, the Braves Bat Boy from game one that I'm going to read during the break and see if there's something here that uh, that might explain why he was 
massively in that pile. I, yeah, if there's a reason, then great. Like if if the yeah. all the the Braves players like loved him and he was like a part of the like. If there's a story there, I'd love to hear it. But to me, he was just a bat boy running out <laughs> on the. <laughs> It is on the back. It's just a bat boy. Yeah. Amazing. And for some reason, the uniform doesn't look like everyone else's in part because of the bat boy thing. It doesn't it, have a number on the it, back. It reminds me of like a caddy at, <laughs> yes. at like the Masters yes. or whatever in the big white. Uh, yeah, 100%. That's, that's sort of what I was seeing there. All right. So congrats to the Braves. We'll come back. Uh, the College Football Playoff Committee is back and better than ever. Next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer. At Mike J. Schaefer, you're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.